You're now listening to Health for Thought, a place where I simplify the world of health into easy steps to reach your highest potential. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Health for Thought. I'm your host, Sharona Suleen, and today we're going to cover the very famous conversation of supplements. Do they work? Are they necessary? Which ones should we take? For how long? How do we know if they're high quality and so forth? So there are a lot of questions around supplements and of course for good reason because number one, they're extremely controversial. Uh, You know, some doctors will tell you there's no point, get the supplements in your food and some doctors will tell you you absolutely need a supplement every day. Um, So there are different uh, perspectives regarding supplements. So I am here to number one, debunk those myths and to kind of talk about what do you want to look for uh, when you are looking for supplements and you know if you actually need them so to start for those of you who know me on a personal level i'm not a huge fan of supplement brands and this is for a couple of reasons so number one they're barely regulated that means that they can write anything they want on there and get zero to no serious repercussions so we don't really know what's inside what we're taking in uh there are some counterfeit brands that what they do is they put baking soda in the actual like um white powder capsule forms that we see all the time and um you know and they sell it as uh, vitamin uh, a or whatever it is that uh specifically you're looking for but specifically when you're looking at capsules that have that white powder inside uh there are counterfeit manufacturers um or companies out there that just you know put a stamp of a brand that you know and they'll just put baking soda in there uh which is kind of crazy you know so they're not regulated and um that's a big issue Number two, number two, if they're not third-party tested, meaning that uh, they randomly test a batch and check for things like heavy metals, toxicity, as well as quality. So if this specific brand that you're taking a supplement from is not third-party tested and is not tested for quality and is not tested for, you know, to check for heavy metals like arsenic, lead, mercury, uh, then you want to make sure that you're not taking them. And this is because we've found so many heavy metals Uh, which are pretty much uh, toxins that can build up in the body and cause all sorts of things like mercury poisoning and things like that, uh, that we definitely, definitely want to stay away from. So you want to make sure that they are third-party tested. Uh, Number three, some vitamins and minerals are also laced with extra ingredients like natural flavors, for example, which are not natural and can come from animal products that don't do so much good for the body. So it's almost like you're trying to heal your body, but then you're also preventing it from healing at the same time uh, because you're using vitamins laced with so many uh, different ingredients that actually do the opposite of what they're meant to do right so instead of healing what you're doing is you're adding more toxins to the body that the body really really doesn't need um so the good news is that there are supplement companies out there that really do have you know a serious mission statement and they have a good cause and they really do want to help the world uh you know get get back on track and get their bodies um you know back to healing 
And so they do their best in making sure their supplements are third-party tested, have the highest quality standards, and really do set out uh, to make that big difference. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I knew it, I don't need supplements, I eat healthy, I'm fine. Or if you're listening to this and you're like, I knew supplements were BS, well, not exactly. So our soil is extremely depleted. What that means is that what eight oranges gave us, give us today is what one orange could have given us Um, in the same amount of nutrients 50 years ago. So that means that pretty much every orange now gives us 50 to 70% less nutrients uh, than it did back then. And this is because our soil is depleted. And so broccoli, for example, um, has 50% less nutrients than what it did provide us before. Um, And so uh, we have to eat a lot more fruits and veggies to really get to that optimal level of health and this is where supplements come in because they give us that extra boost because we can't have eight oranges a day or um, you know we don't have it in us to eat that many fruits and veggies and so even if we're having two to three oranges a day and we're having a cup of broccoli um, you know or whatever it is that you like fill in the blank we may still need to get that extra vitamin c or you know if we're having two carrots we may we may still need beta carotene which is vitamin a um, you know, you fill in the blank, whatever you like to eat, it may not just be enough anymore to reach that optimal level of health. And this is where supplements were kind of created to kind of make up for that gap. So a little bit of some background statistics of how vitamin and mineral deficient we are as a society. And, you know, there are some people who really, um, they really, I don't even know how to explain this. You know, when I talk about supplements and vitamins, they're all like, uh, you know, it's BS. We don't need to take them. You know, we're not vitamin deficient. You know, you could just look at the statistics and see that each and every one of us, I can probably guarantee it, uh, we are deficient in something. So the statistics are as follows. 92% of the American population is vitamin deficient. Okay, but more specifically, 50% are deficient in vitamin A, vitamin C, and magnesium. 44% are deficient in calcium. 90% of the population is vitamin D deficient. 93% are deficient in omega-3 fats. 40% are deficient in zinc. These are just half of the statistics because I just don't want to, you know, bore you with everything and all these numbers. But I want to read something from PubMed, um, which is a highly recognized scientific journal of research. And I'll include the source in the show notes so that you have it for a reference. But I want you to keep in mind before I read it, that if you're deficient, let's say in B12, and you're not taking care of this deficiency, it's not just responsible for one thing, right? It affects a whole cascade of processes and chain reactions that are extremely important for the body. And it's something called, it's pleomorphic, which means like they have a lot of functions. So we're not just talking about B12, we're talking about every single vitamin, nutrient, mineral that is found in the body is pleomorphic, meaning that it has more than one function. It affects a cascade of events that are extremely important for our health. So here's a general statement I found that's important. Deficiency symptoms include impaired immunity, growth, and night blindness from vitamin A deficiency, right? So if somebody if somebody is vitamin A deficient, you know, some people are like, oh, it's not a big deal, you know, just eat more carrots. Um, when you have a severe deficiency and you're not taking care of it, it can lead to things like that, like growth and night blindness, you know, which is crazy. Um, When you have a vitamin C deficiency, impaired wound healing and bleeding. 
anemia from iron deficiency, rickets and osteomalacia from vitamin D deficiency. Deficiencies in the B vitamins lead to different types of anemia. You have folate deficiency, which leads to megoblastic anemia. Uh, vitamin B6 deficiency results in microcystic anemia. Uh, you have vitamin B12 deficiency, which causes pernicious anemia and may result in neurological damage due to impaired myelination. An adequate status of micronutrients in combination is required for many important processes in the body. I'm still reading this from a journal, by the way. Uh, for example, erythropoiesis, I think that's how you say it, requires not only iron, but also folate, vitamin B12, vitamin A, and dietary vitamin C can improve the absorption of non-heme iron. So for example, if you are not deficient in iron, right? But then you start to have issues with other vitamins like B12, vitamin A, vitamin C, then it starts to kind of take a toll on the absorption of iron, right? And so forth. And so this is why they work synergistically. Subclinical deficiency symptoms, the beginning of disease, won't be found in blood work, right? For many vitamins and minerals that are nonspecific, um, it includes like fatigue, irritability, aches and pains, decreased immune function, heart palpitations. So these are things that somebody might have as a symptom before they're even diagnosed with a disease or before anything even shows up on blood work. And this is really important because it's called subclinical deficiency, right? So when you have subclinical deficiency symptoms, you can go to the doctor and say, I feel really horrible, I'm extremely tired, I'm always angry, I have, you know, so many aches and pains everywhere, and they'll come and say, hey, your blood work is totally fine. However, you can have this subclinical deficiency, meaning that it's like the bottom, the borderline between being found on lab work um, or blood work, right? But you could still, it could still be the beginning of the disease. And because this is so relevant, um, I have to mention a very short personal story of mine that kind of helps you understand what goes on with doctors nowadays. But when I was postpartum after giving birth to my second, I had neurological concerned, concerns and symptoms that you know the doctors were not able to explain. And I'm not even joking, I went to probably seven or eight specialists. I'm talking about uh, neurologists, ENTs, regular PCPs, I mean, you name it. I went to every doctor that could possibly know, you know what I was going through and one after the other literally they would always dismiss me and say it's postpartum and stress and your blood work is great um, the only individual that directly addressed minerals and nutrient deficiency was a chinese uh, naturopathic doctor that i went to and upon doing some lab work i found that i had very low levels of ferritin um, and ferritin works synergistically with iron. So while my iron levels were great, I saw that my ferritin was low. And ferritin is almost like its, it's synergistic relationship with iron is that ferritin is the savings account, let's say, and iron is the checkings. So instead of um, the iron being affected, it starts taking from ferritin right and so if your ferritin is low you're bound to see um you know some sort of anemia later on down the line if you're not taking care of it and then that affects the iron and that may actually cause things like dizziness and some neurological symptoms and it's the same thing with b12 deficiency as i mentioned before so doctors yes while they're amazing and great when it comes to life and death situations and when you're going to emergency rooms for whatever reason they are great when it comes to things like that but when it comes to um 
other preventative measures and other symptoms that are not life or death situations like vitamin and nutrient deficiencies or prevention of disease they really do lack the knowledge because they simply don't have this focal point in their medical studies where um they're trying to find the underlying root cause right instead of trying to find the underlying root cause they just say you know it's either stress and let me give you an antidepressant and all it is is really checking symptoms and um, giving a band-aid for it which is medication they are trained to simply test for disease right look at the clinical blood work perspective right because we spoke about the subclinical perspective and they treat it with drugs so their scope is extremely narrow and limited and what happens is that thousands and thousands if not millions of people today are just not feeling their best you know they're canceling life events because they're just they have no answers the doctors are just giving them medication after medication without a real solution to what is the underlying root cause so the next time you have symptoms like fatigue you're extra angry you seem to go straight into panic attacks you have some form of neurological symptom don't go directly into disease mode because it could just be that your body is off balance and it's missing those vital nutrients and vitamins that really help you keep going So back to vitamins and nutrients, we said that one thing could be off, like magnesium, and then it affects the body's multiple functions. Specifically, magnesium is responsible for regulating more than 300 enzyme systems. And those are responsible for diverse biochemical reactions um, like protein synthesis, muscle and nerve function, blood glucose control, uh, blood pressure regulation. I mean, you name it. Magnesium especially is just so important in so many reactions in our body that if we're missing it and we're low on it it's going to affect a lot of things the bottom line that i want to make clear here is that while vitamins and nutrients make all the difference you cannot supplement your way into longevity or ultimate wellness i want to repeat that you cannot supplement your way into longevity or ultimate wellness a lot of people think that you know okay if i take this supplement but i have a really horrible diet and i don't exercise and there's no movement in my system everything's going to be fine because I'm, i'm taking high levels of vitamin d i mean that's not going to help you Um, On top of supplements, you want to look at other factors in your life like food, movement, exercise, the quality of sleep you have, the relationships of course, right? Your connection and involvement in society and your community. What is the quality of your relationships? I mean, you got to look at all these branches in your life and kind of, you know, I want you to score them, right? So how is your diet like? Are you eating a lot of processed foods, a lot of gluten, a lot of dairy that causes inflammation? Um, you know, are, is your body uh, excreting all the toxins through urine? Are you going to the bathroom often? Are you exercising so that you're sweating out the toxins? How is your sleep like? Are you waking up in the middle of the night? Are you going to sleep earlier so that you're in that reset mode uh, during sleep so that your body can repair itself? And then what is the quality of your relationships, right? Are you... Um, connecting with other people socially are you going out and having your your you know me time all of these uh, branches are actually extremely extremely important to the foundation of well-being and this is actually what I'm still learning now as an integrative health practitioner right and it, it's it's under a specific co- protocol where we look at things like diet exercise rest toxin removal success mindset supplements um, there's just so much that goes into well-being that we don't just focus on one thing right and so 
yes, a high quality supplement is important. But if you're not getting that repair sleep, if you're not moving at all, if you're surviving on fries and pizza, then they're not going to do much. And from an evolutionary point of view, when you look at history, we didn't have GNC, we didn't have Whole Foods when we got where we got our supplements from, and we managed to survive, right? And we didn't have this whole vitamin nutrient deficiency because all day we were out and about, right? Which we got, which means we got vitamin D, we were getting sunshine, being outdoors, which increases so many things, like even serotonin in the body, it helps boost the mood. There's just so much to just getting sunshine. And the soil also was extremely rich, right? There was no such thing as pesticides, there was no such things as all of these harmful chemicals in the environment. So then we didn't have to get all these supplements, right? We essentially got it just from food. We're living so out of sync with our biology that we've forgotten to focus on the very simple foundations like getting outdoors, playing with our kids in the ocean, uh, you know, you name it. Like my kids, for example, they're so scared of the sand. It's so funny and I know it's a sensory issue, but um, you know, it kind of shows you like how our society has shifted from this whole like mindset of just being outdoors all day. Um, and now everyone's like afraid of the sun. Even the kids are like scared to play with the sand. It's, it's a whole different mindset that I'm sure back then, you know, the people would have laughed. But, um, you know, today it's completely, completely different. And as parents, I think we do need to have that um, responsibility to really get our kids outdoors, get our kids to get dirty, play in the sand, uh, do all of those things that were uh, evolutionarily important because that is really where we get Uh, the best, best and optimal health and well-being. So if you're that individual, like the hunter-gatherer society that's constantly outside, always moving, not exposed to toxins, you're drinking the purest water, then no, you don't need supplements. But because that is extremely rare to find, right, and probably doesn't exist because toxins and other factors are really always weighed in, then you're bound to see some form of need for supplements, right? Because we're no longer in a hunter-gatherer society. We're constantly exposed to pesticides and toxins literally everywhere we go. Even the chair I'm sitting on is probably flame retardant, right? There's just so many toxins in our environment. And this is not like a a way to scare you or tell you, uh, you know, like you're going to die and you're going to, you know, you're bound to get a disease. No, it's really to inform you and kind of open your eyes to kind of just gain awareness, you know, what is going on in our environment? How can I lower my toxicity in my body, right? Because by 2030, and this is a true statistic, one in two people will have cancer. I mean, that is a rate that is just, we're going downhill so quickly health-wise that, uh, you know, when people are like, uh, it's so funny to me when people are, um, how do we say this? They ignore the fact or they kind of are blind to the fact that, Uh, toxicity is a thing right so they'll be like what are you talking about flavor retardants everything's bad for us right so you can have that mindset but if you do then you're going to just keep increasing that toxicity load in the body and it will just be like a perfectly uh, uh, a perfect environment for disease to form Uh, so number one is really gaining that awareness don't be afraid of it just kind of gain awareness gain the knowledge you know where are we exposed to toxins how can I lower my toxic load and also how can I improve my detox in my own body so that you know the toxins are not building up another interesting thing is that one third of our entire DNA one third codes for enzymes and enzymes are basically catalysts that change one chemical to another so that they could do what they're supposed to do so it's if one third of your entire dna 
comes from enzymes. It's pretty important, right? And what do enzymes feed off of? Coenzymes or cofactors, right? You've probably heard of coenzyme Q10. Uh, and those are usually vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients. So if we are low in any of these, then that starts to affect our DNA, right? There's a little key that turns on these enzymes and they enable them to function properly. And the key is usually a nutrient like B12, vitamin C, B6. For example, in order to make tryptophan, which it's funny, we just passed Thanksgiving, but there's actually tryptophan in Turkey. Um, it's a precursor for serotonin. So you're, it's a happy food chemical, basically. So you actually need B6 in order to convert tryptophan to serotonin, right? So if you don't, if you're not able to have the optimal levels of B6 in your body, then you're not going to convert tryptophan into serotonin. And what happens? That starts to affect your mood. It starts to affect your appetite. It starts to affect your sleep, right? Because you're not converting, even though you have tryptophan, you're not able to convert it properly into serotonin, right? Because you don't have B6. You're low on this vitamin. So um, actually, this is a great example, but for people with thyroid issues, and we've discussed this in the past episode, to convert T4 into T3, <clears throat> which are basically um, uh, extremely important in thyroid health, health um, it requires selenium. So if you don't have enough selenium, you cannot convert T4 into T3. And so, you know, there are all these people are taking Synthroid and it's actually, um, it's, it's, uh, it helps, you know, balance TSH levels and it has T4. But if somebody does not have enough selenium to convert T4 into T3, then literally Synthroid is doing nothing, right? So it's crazy. You just knowing, having that knowledge and knowing that, you know, somebody has a thyroid issue and all you have to do is take you know four brazil nuts a day and that you know gives you the daily amount of selenium i mean that can make a huge difference so again there are supplements that are necessary and then you can also get it in food but specifically when you have the knowledge and you're experiencing certain symptoms and it could be a certain deficiency then that really could change your life nutrients are such a critical part of our entire biology that if we don't have enough of it our health simply starts to spiral. And I know that this is, you know, obviously, um, you know, it's obvious at this point in the episode. I just have to repeat it because so many people, you know, are on these horrible diets that deplete us of so many nutrients and vitamins and, you know, the no carb or no sugar diet or no this or no that. Um, but you have to find a way where um, you're really increasing those phytonutrients, those uh, vitamins and minerals to make sure that you're getting that on a daily basis because then it starts to affect your health. So with that said, when you're thinking about taking supplements um, to address certain concerns or just to balance your overall health, here's what you need to look at. So number one, you have to take the right form of the nutrient. And when I say the right form, it means that it has a high bioavailability. So let's say you want to take magnesium, for example. So there are different forms of magnesium, like you have chelated magnesium, magnesium oxide, magnesium chloride, magnesium malate, and so forth. So you have to make sure that you're taking a highly absorbable form of magnesium. Same thing with um, 
folate for example so some people's genetics don't allow them to convert folate into the active form of folate which is methylfolate so um, somebody who has the mthfr gene if you haven't heard of it um, then they're not able to make that conversion so you want to make sure that instead of getting regular folate you get an activated form which is methylfolate and that's very very important to know that this is what your body needs right especially um, any woman right now that's listening to this and is pregnant uh, a lot of people actually have that gene mutation. Uh, so you want to make sure to just get the methylfolate um, version in your prenatal just to make sure just in case you have that mutation. Essentially, if we are following what the average individual is deficient in, we want to make sure that we're taking the following, right? The average individual is deficient in certain nutrients. So if you know, you want to put yourself in that category and you don't want to take, uh, you know, any tests and you don't have the time or whatever it is, uh, you want to take the following. So we have omega-3 fish oil, which is extremely important. You want to be careful that the fish being used is not a fish that has high levels of mercury, uh, specifically like bluefin, uh, I believe yellowfin, swordfish, uh, tuna, all of those fish have a lot, they're very high in mercury. Uh, and then it leads to heavy metal accumulation. So when you're getting omega-3 fish oil, you could get like cod liver oil, liver oil, for example, which is great. And make sure when you're looking at the nutrient, uh, nutritional facts, that it has EPA and DHA, DHA. It must have both. The second supplement I recommend is vitamin D3. I'm not so into actually taking it um as a capsule i would either take a liquid form which is the best absorbable way or honestly just get in the sun for 20 minutes without sunscreen just pure sun uh you know sun exposure without sunscreen right because it could block the absorption of vitamin d and we've seen the importance of vitamin d specifically during covid right we we saw that those who were very low in vitamin d were most likely to have complications and those who were you know in optimal levels of vitamin D, they didn't even get sick, right? So it's really crazy how much vitamins and minerals have these important, important roles that really are life-changing. They're really, really life-changing. And those who are deficient, and they see that they're deficient in something like iron, for example, which makes you extremely, if you have, if you're very low on it, it makes you extremely lethargic, you have um, hair loss, there's just so much that goes into iron and it's so important that once you start taking it, especially when you take it with a B complex, it gives you just immense amount of energy and so i highly recommend especially us women who go through childbirth and you know lose a lot of blood to get tested for your iron levels and your ferritin levels and then the last thing so we said omega-3 fish oil vitamin d3 and then we have magnesium since it's also in the high range of deficiency, you want to make sure you're taking a highly absorbable form. And the highest absorbable form is magnesium glycinate. You can actually find that in the Calm powder. So if you go to Whole Foods and you like check for the magnesium supplements uh, aisle, you'll see the Calm powder. I usually use that. I don't like that it has natural flavors, but it does do, do the trick. You know, when I want to get like a good night's sleep or, uh, you know, when you want to treat constipation, that highly absorbable form of magnesium really, really helps. These are the main three I would start with um, that will most likely help you reach optimal health along with movement and exercise, good diet, quality sleep, and of course, investing in relationships. I also want to mention that a lot of people go into these strong beliefs against supplements because research studies usually show that the use of whichever vitamins had no added benefit in its conclusions. 
you know, you have to understand again that if someone is eating junk all day, not taking care of themselves, and they increase their dose of whatever vitamins, it's not going to do much. And so when you look at these studies, some people in those groups are those people that we're talking about that are not moving, that are not necessarily healthy, and they're taking vitamins, right? So then what does that do? Nothing, right? So obviously, the study number one is faulty and the conclusions are going to say that, you know, vitamin D didn't help at all and there was no difference. You know, we have to look at studies and know how to analyze them in a way where we see that number one, it's not biased and that the control group um, is, you know, is in the right area where we can test right if they are doing exercise and they are eating a balanced meal and they're taking vitamin d and then they say that it didn't make a difference then we can say okay the conclusion was right but when we're taking studies and the groups are not doing much and taking vitamin d i mean that's not really going to do much right so you have to look at the groups that are presented in the study right are they smokers are they overweight i mean all of these factors are crucial Um, in making sure that those conclusions are actually valid so let's organize our thoughts here right unless you're the perfect hunter gatherer society which we are definitely not you need a high quality supplement of omega-3 magnesium and d3 those are the three that i would start with all people saying supplements don't work or that research goes against the efficacy of supplements are missing factors like what the average individual's lifestyle is like when he or she was taking the supplement uh you know also was the supplement high quality everything that we discussed right were they third party tested uh was there just baking soda in there or actually vitamin d right there's so many factors you know when we're looking at studies that it's easy to say oh supplements don't work right so there's so many factors to look into and number three you cannot cheat your way into great health and well-being just by taking supplements you have to equally work on factors like exercise good sleep right we said a balanced diet good emotional health uh you know have to have those high quality relationships those will all ensure that uh the supplement is going to good use and also i don't know how i forgot to mention this but coping mechanisms for stress right people who are under a lot of stress um you know no matter how much vitamins you're taking or supplements if you're not able to cope with that stress your body is going to go into a downward spiral right so knowing how to cope with stress is a big one I want to end with some supplement brands that through research and understanding, high quality standards and third party testing, like I mentioned before, uh, they're doing the best job currently on the market, according to my research. Um, Again, there are, for example, well, I don't know if I've even mentioned this, but there there are um, supplements that now, which is really scary, but they're being bought out by big pharmaceutical companies. I don't know the reason why. I mean, maybe it's because they're make, they're going to be making more profit and they know that the supplement industry is great and all of that. Um, but specifically, for example, Garden of Life was bought out by Nestle, which is not, you know, they don't have the best, uh, uh, how do we say, moral compass towards human beings. So I definitely um, do not take supplements from Garden of Life. Uh, and I know that they have changed their formulations. So a lot of people complain that, you know, they used to love Garden of Life. It was the best supplement. And now that the formulations have changed, they don't see much of a difference. So when you see that big pharmaceutical companies are buying these supplement companies, I mean, then there's, you know, there's a big question mark there and you have to be careful. So um, these are the few that I like that uh, are usually small business owners and they're really, you know, honest companies that really want to help make all the difference. So we have pure encapsulations. 
Seeking Health uh, prenatals are really good there. Uh, Mary Ruth's, which I know they sell a lot of children's supplements. I also trust Dr. Green Mom. You should follow her on Instagram. She's great. Um, she's a pediatrician. She's also into natural health and she created her own line for, um, I believe, for moms and kids as well. Uh, earthly supplements like their teeth tamer and their magnesium lotion is great. I use that on my kids. Um, they use uh, like natural herbs in order to help with things like uh, teething or um, there's one that's a, a tincture that's called feel better fast which I love to give to my kids the second I see that they have a fever or you know they're not feeling good or they have a cough or whatever it is um, and then the there is a company that is under the certification I work with now the integrative health practitioner uh, that pretty much provides lab work as well as supplements and they are also third-party tested they also have high quality ingredients uh, they have a huge range of options for specifically adults uh, and it's called equilife so equi dot life so if you type that in as a as a website like equi.life uh, you will find all the information there and this is where uh, I, there's also the detox protocols um, they have mold protocols to kind of get rid of the toxicity in the body if somebody was exposed to mold and things like that. So I hope this was helpful. I know it was a lot of information. Um, and, you know, again, if you're just starting out and you're like, this is so much and it's just supplements, right? Um, it takes a long time, right, to get into this whole mindset of, uh, you know, change your diet, change your habits, lifestyle, this, that, and it's overwhelming and it's that's how it was for me in the beginning but it is so worth it to get you know to gain back that clarity sharpness your energy back just feeling better overall it's really worth every ounce of time that you're putting into listening gaining awareness and kind of applying it to your life to your friend's life and um, you know sharing all of this information it's really really worth it at the end of the day because those results are really life-changing so i hope this episode was helpful please feel free to give me any feedback if you have any questions at all uh, feel free to feel free to private message me uh, you can message me on instagram at wellness by shah thanks for listening to health for thought if you love this episode don't forget to share it with your friends and family and subscribe